ARIA Code is produced in partnership with the Metropolitan Opera, New York's premier opera company. Learn more and explore the Met's full season lineup at metopera.org. The Metropolitan Opera, all the stories on one stage. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. We pine for love, we live for love, we kill for love, and we die for love. It's one of the most powerful brain systems the human animal has ever evolved. Hey, I'm Rhiannon Giddens. From WQXR and the Metropolitan Opera, this is Aria Code. When I married the first time, it was uh, love at first sight. I saw something that I was so surprised and so interested in, uh, and it turns out to be love. In each episode of Aria Code, singers and other experts decode one aria, and we get to hear it all the way through. Today, it's Que Delida Manina from one of the most popular operas in the world, La Boheme by Giacomo Puccini. Even in a mediocre performance, we cry when... Mimi dies because it's everybody's fate. In Ireland, where I live, there's a, an idea of the Anamkara. Now, Anamkara is Irish Gaelic for soul friend. And the idea is that you meet somebody's eyes and your soul sees theirs. And you have that moment of connection, love at first sight, if you want to call it that. It is the deepest, most profound connection you can have with a person, and you know it immediately. It's not something that you kind of think about or it kind of develops. It's like you have it or you don't. And we keep telling stories about this. You know, obviously it, it connects with us in a, in a really, really deep way. And Que Delida Manina from La Boheme is all about that. It's all about love at first sight. Now, if you haven't heard Bohem or you need a quick refresher, Rodolfo and Mimi are two broke kids living in Paris. Rodolfo's a poet, and bohemian life isn't treating him too well. He's cold and hungry and way behind on rent, and that's something that still happens, I'm afraid to tell you. So Mimi, a sweet seamstress, is literally the girl next door. She knocks on Rodolfo's door because her candle is blown out. Don't you hate it when that happens? And boom, he's smitten. And Mimi might be too because... What do you know? She up and loses her house key. Rodolfo pretends his own candle's gone out, and they both drop to the floor, fumbling around in the dark to find it. Then, Rodolfo grabs Mimi's hand. He feels how cold it is, and he starts to sing. Que gelida manina, which translates to, what a cold little hand. The song starts with such a simple gesture. So why does it do that thing that every great love song does that gives us that shivery feeling, that that warmth in the pit of our belly. Well, I wanted to know. So I asked a singer, a doctor, and a historian. Good morning, America. The singer is tenor Vittorio Grigolo. It was a dream for me to play this opera and always will be. He's been playing the role of Rodolfo since 2007. The doctor is Helen Fisher. It was one of the first operas that I saw, and I loved it instantly. A biological anthropologist who studies the brain science behind romantic love. And the historian is James Cuslin, a writer who studied the young bohemians of Paris in the 1830s. They used chamber pots. I mean, their lives were horrible. 
They're going to explain Kejalida Manina from the moment Rodolfo first sets eyes on Mimi, through when he boastfully tells her about himself, until the end, when he asks her to tell him who she is. And when they're done teasing apart the history, science, and music that go into the aria, we'll put it back together again and listen to it, uninterrupted. So now, let's decode Kejalida Manina. Imagine is already a vision of a movie in front of you. It's the shot is in front of you. The light, the set, those two people in the dark. The timing is right. He's ready to fall in love. And she walks into the room out of nowhere. He finds her extremely alluring. They're both cold. They both need warmth. They both need love. They both need tenderness. Their encounter is just chemically charged. And sure enough, that brain circuitry was just waiting to be triggered in both of them. When he takes her hand. And said, you know, how, wow, Kejarida Manina. And then he looks at the moon and says, Ma per fortuna è una notte di luna, so, you know, even if we don't have the light, there's no problem. We have the light from the moon. always ask me, you know, what is love? And what I've been able to establish is that we've evolved three distinctly different brain systems for mating and reproduction. One is the sex drive, the second is feelings of intense romantic love, and the third is feelings of deep attachment to a partner. And uh, in the case of Rodolfo and Mimi, it was a striking example of intense romantic love, love at first sight. A lot of people wonder whether love at first sight actually exists. And just about 50% of men and women have uh, had the experience of it. And it's actually very easy to explain. It's a brain system, and it can be triggered instantly. Just like the fear system can be triggered instantly, or the surprise system, you can instantly fall in love. When I married the first time, it was uh, love at first sight. I saw something that I was so surprised and so interested in, uh, and it turns out to be love. I think for Rodolfo and Mimi, given their youth, their encounter is just chemically charged. So it's a chemical thing. So he has this, uh, let's call it crush. You have to realize that they're kids. They're young. They have not even been living in mature bodies for all that long. Rodolfo is is a young guy. I said that when I see Rodolfo, I remember me playing with my Italian fellows, you know, like... uh, 
those Italians that have always wants to make fun of everything, you know, never be serious. So he's a funny guy, but now he's really in love. So when he loves, he loves for real. He will, he will put himself on fire. Mimi fits within Rodolfo's love map. You know, as we grow up, we begin to build an unconscious list of what we're looking for in a partner. And people tend to be drawn to somebody from the same socioeconomic background, which they certainly had. They were both poverty-stricken. Puccini is also giving us an insight into the difficulties of the Bohemians' lives. They are poor. They live in unheated garrets. They don't have enough to eat. They couldn't even afford cheap wine. They had to drink water, which in the Paris of the 1830s was not necessarily a safe beverage. And what they also had then was timing. And the timing was right. She walks in the room. She's the right age. She's the right background. The same degree of education, the same interests, the same degree of good looks. They had all that. It's a complete match. If he would have described a woman in a website nowadays, he would have described what he saw opening that door. They're both cold. They both need warmth. They both need love. They both need tenderness. And sure enough, that brain circuitry was just waiting to be triggered in both of them. Such a surprise. Oh, my God, this is it. I want to invite her. I want her. I want to love her. This brain region uh, that was active in both Mimi and Rodolfo lies very close to brain regions that orchestrate thirst and hunger. Thirst and hunger keep you alive today. Romantic love drives you to fall for somebody, have babies, and pass your DNA into tomorrow. It is really the language of the body, the body that nature tells you you must use to procreate with. I and my colleagues have put over 100 people into a brain scanner and studied the brain circuitry of romantic love. And if I were to put Rodolfo into my brain scanner directly after he's fallen in love with Mimi, I would have found activity in a tiny little factory near the base of the brain called the ventral tegmental area, or the VTA. It's a brain region that actually makes dopamine and sends dopamine to many brain regions, giving you that feeling of elation, focus, motivation, and craving that you could see so clearly in him and in her. Well, when we meet Mimi, she is already unwell. She is suffering from tuberculosis, which was a very common disease at that time. Chopin died of tuberculosis at a fairly young age. I mean, disease was rife in the Europe of this period. So there were really no no alternatives but to suck it up and suffer. So when we see Mimi, she is, she is already doomed. One of the main drives of men around the world is to be needed. 
And when they see a woman with problems, it's going to call from them this desire to help. And she starts coughing, and he's watching those coughs, and perhaps the flush of her disease made her look very pretty, uh, but also quite helpless. So instantly, he could be a savior. That is basic to men. It's called the broken wing response. I mean, when all kinds of animals need help, other animals are likely to come to, to help them out. Part of the progression of Bohem is that Mimi's little cold hand just gets from act to act colder and colder and colder. And of course, uh, it's his intention to hold on to it until it warms up. And I think he's also rather experienced seducer. He knows not to come on too strong. How do you, would you start a conversation with a lady that you like? You would just go to her and say, hey, hi, what's your name? You know, soft, smooth. Rodolfo then does something that men and women do around the world, which is strut his feathers, show her who he is. I am a poet. I am a brilliant man. I can be your savior. His song, it becomes louder just because he wants to assure her that he's a good guy. He said, you know, my darling, uh, I might be poor, but my soul is big enough. I have a millionaire soul. I, I can live, you know, like a millionaire guy. Because I'm a dreamer inside, you know. Yeah, yeah, I would say the same thing of Rodolfo, trust me. <laughs> women don't brag, men brag. And women find that very transparent that men are bragging, but they're listening. They're listening very carefully. We want to know who you are before we decide whether we're going to have our babies with you. He understood in this way how to open a door in this girl, because otherwise she wouldn't open herself. She would have said, oh, thank you. See you next day, right? So whatever Rolfo said, he said it in a way that at the end led to open that door, you know, to the key. The key that we're talking about is the key of the heart. And gradually, as he senses Mimi as responsive to his overtures, his line goes up. He increases his volume until not only is he really in love with her, he's in love with the idea of being in love with her. And of course, nothing in Tannerland says, I love you. And I love me, too, like taking a radiant top C. Everybody's waiting for this uh, high note, you know. It's like the momentum, you know. So everybody's scared of this uh, high C because it comes uh, in an area that you need to work. Or you don't sing and you want to keep the voice for the high C, or you sing at all and you're scared because you, you gave it too much before. It's a calibration. You have to really calibrate everything. It's a in order to arrive fresh at the end of the aria, you know? And, and it's just the beginning of the opera. <laughs> you know, when you sing Kejai da Manina, it's just the beginning. You have all the opera in front of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
and the tenors who have that note unfurl them in all their glory in the climax of this aria, which then tapers down so there is an arc that is musical, and dramatically it seems that Rodolfo has ended where he began, but not really. He's gone a huge leap forward in his own experience and in Mimi's heart. I'm not surprised that Rodolfo asks Mimi, and who are you? He's just fluttered all his feathers like a very fine peacock, and he wants to know, what was the effect? Um, Did I get this right? I mean, romantic love is very metabolically expensive. Uh, You spend an enormous amount of time and energy and thought on another human being. You often forget to do your job. You forget to call your parents. You forget to feed the cat. I mean, you're trying to win life's greatest prize, which is a mating partner. And I think one reason why, even in a mediocre performance of Bohème, we cry when Mimi dies, is that we're also acknowledging just how difficult it is to be here and endure. It gets you by the throat because it's everybody's fate. Even if we don't die in our 20s of tuberculosis, it's still a slog. I do think, though, that these two will encounter one another in another lifetime. So let's hope that they both get reborn into an age of antibiotics. You know you're in the world of opera when penicillin and chill sounds like a romantic evening. That was tenor Vittorio Grigolo, historian James Cuslin, and biological anthropologist Helen Fisher, deciphering the magic behind Che Delita Manina from Puccini's La Boheme. Now, let's listen to the whole thing without people talking all over it, so you can hear Rodolfo and Mimi fall in love.
That was tenor Vittorio Grigolo singing Che Gelida Manina from Puccini's La Boheme. Now, we're coming to the end of the show here, but first, when Vittorio was in the studio, he let a little something slip. Two months ago, I had this beautiful uh, thing to meet this girl uh, in a house, friends of ours, and uh, I was like Rodolfo. Like, uh, and actually, it happened that I took her hand on the table, at dinner table, and we were talking, talking, and suddenly I said, okay, it's time. Boom, and I grab her hand. So it was like a um, kind of Kejeli Damanina situation, you know. And uh, since then, I grabbed her hand and never left her hand. And actually, I just discovered I might be a father. So, so this is going to be incredible news. Okay, Vittorio, now that is a whole different kind of love at first sight. That's it for this episode of Aria Code. This show is a co-production of WQXR and the Metropolitan Opera. 
Our producer is Marin Lazian, and Brendan Francis Noonan is our editor. Matt Abramovitz is our executive producer. Sound design by Matt Boynton and original music by Hannes Brown. Our team also includes Anya Jeshik, Krista Ripple, and Ricardo Quinones. Special thanks to Vittorio Grigolo, Helen Fisher, and James Cuslin for their insights about Que Gelida Manina from Puccini's La Boheme. Join me next episode when we make a therapy appointment for Otello. I think the first thing I would do if a fellow came into my office and overwhelmed with jealousy is to validate the way he feels. In other words, try to find the truth of what that feels like for him. Not to say that it's true that Desdemona's cheating on him, but to say that I understand how horrible, how overwhelming that feeling is. I'm Rannon Giddens, and we'll see you next time. Good Amila Magath. That's that's Irish Gaelic for uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>